friends, this is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Orange County, California on the first day of my birthday month. Oh. So everybody knows you have an entire month to send me gifts. <laughs> entire month to hear about it too. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an entire month. There's not one day uh, for my birthday. So just so you're reminded, I know this oh, is only I, your, I remember. your third one. Yeah, I remember. I think it's your third birthday, right? Yes. With me. All right, my friends, uh, go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org. We had our first online event last night as far as this administration. This administration. <laughs> like and it went well uh, for our first one. We got a lot of information out. And, uh, it should be recorded. It'll probably be on our website by today or tomorrow. Um, just talking about what we, who we are and where we're going and what we have planned, and what we need from all of you, uh, parents in California. Uh, so go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org and subscribe to the newsletter so you can get notifications and uh, get notified about all of our events. We have one coming up here on March 14th, which is my real birthday. Look how this is, this is tying in. Yes. It's so perfect. So on my birthday, March 14th, we will be at Novo Cafe in Westlake Village uh, with all these great speakers that will be there uh, to talk about what's uh, the next steps for parents in here in California. How are you doing? I'm okay. We, seen, we'll see, we, we, we still need prayer <laughs> for just our lives. Yes. Nothing health-wise, nothing health-related. Other than my back. Oh, your back. That's true. That's and true. sleep all night. Oh, my gosh. Well, you were out jogging last night until yes. midnight. <laughs> a little, it was a little uh, excessive. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get, we'll, we'll appreciate the prayers for Hedia's back and our life situation uh, that we just have going on. Everybody has them. So it's not that, uh, not that uh, it's something that's like earth shattering necessarily, but it was a little earth shattering yesterday uh, for us. So today, March 1st, the first uh, day of Andy's birthday month, uh, the title that Smith Wigglesworth gives uh, today's devotional is My Own Remarkable Healing. The reference is Matthew 19, 26, that says, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Amen. Uh, the scripture reading is Psalm 77. Very exciting. Uh, like that? Passage, yes. Or uh, what is it? Part oh. of the psalm. Uh, that we have for you. Um, Smith Wigglesworth says in this devotional, at one time I was so bound that no human power could help me. This is Smith talking about himself. My wife thought that I would pass away. At that time, I had just a faint glimpse of Jesus as the healer. For six months, I had been suffering from appendicitis, occasionally getting temporary relief. I went to the mission of which I was the pastor, but I fell to the floor in awful agony. <clears throat> and I was brought home to my bed. All night I was praying, pleading for deliverance, but none came. My wife was sure it was my call home to heaven and sent for a physician. <laughs> it just, I, it struck me again when I read that, that he's going to die and so ask for a physician. Yeah, they call the physician to tell you you're dying. Die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. I don't even know why somebody would suffer from an appendicitis for six yeah. months. You just go to the hospital. Well, and he's a out. man. We, we do that. We think it's going to go away. But I think back in those days, they wouldn't do surgery immediately because mm -hmm. appendicitis, appendicitis you should cure in 24 hours. Oh. You definitely don't suffer for six months. Maybe in the old days, that's what it used to be. 
He said that there was no possible chance for me and my body was too weak. Having had the appendicitis for six months, my whole system was drained. Because of that, I thought that it was too late for an operation. He left my wife in a state of brokenheartedness. After he left, a young man and an old lady came to our door. I knew that the old lady was a woman of real power. They came upstairs to my room. This young man jumped on the bed and commanded the evil spirit to come out of me. He shouted, come out, you devil. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. There was no chance for an argument or for me to tell him that I would never believe that there was a devil inside of me. The thing had to go in the name of Jesus, and it went. I was instantly healed. I arouse. I arouse. I arose, dressed, and went. That's (laughs) different. I was going to leave it alone. You've been hanging around me too way too long. I arose, dressed, and went downstairs. I was still in the plumbing business, and I asked my wife, is there any work in? I'm all right now, and I'm going to work. I found that there was a certain job to be done, and I picked up my tools and went off to do it. Just after I left, the doctor came and put his hat down in the hall and walked up to the bedroom. But the invalid was not there. Where is Mr. Wigglesworth, he Hmm. asked. Oh, doctor, he's gone out to work, said my wife. You'll never see him again. uh, alive. alive. You'll never see him alive again, said the doctor. They'll bring him back a corpse. Well, God was not ready for me to be a corpse. Mm-hmm. Since that time, the Lord has given me the privilege, the privilege of praying for people with appendicitis in many parts of the world. And I have seen great many people up and dressed within quarter of an hour uh, from the time I prayed for them. We have a living Christ who is willing to meet people in, our, in every place. Our God is real and he has, sa- and he has saving and healing power today. Our Jesus is just the same yesterday, today, and forever. He saves and heals today as of old, and he wants to be your savior and your healer. Oh, if you could only believe God, what would happen? The greatest things. Some have never tasted the grace of God, have never had the peace of God. Unbelief robs them of these blessings. It is possible to hear and yet not to perceive the truth. It is po- oh my gosh that is so true today. <laughs> it is possible to read the word. It is possible to read the word and not share in the life it brings. It is necessary for us to have the Holy Spirit and to unfold the word and bring to us the life that is Christ. We can never fully understand the wonders of this redemption until we are full of the Holy Spirit. Wow! Thought for today: If Satan were Almighty, we would all have to quake with fear. But when we know that Satan is subject to the powers of God in everything, we can be conquerors over every situation. Wow. So much important goodness in that whole thing. The interesting thing for me was that um, that part that I just read about the people can see the truth, but yet can hear the truth, but not perceive it. Absolutely. <laughs> We're seeing that with just about everything from politics to uh, health issues. To- well, and that's the way it was in the time of Jesus. With the Bible, he would say people have, oh, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. Mm. Wow. What's then stand- you'll understand. What stands out to you? Um, the, ho- the whole discussion about having a devil inside of him, because it's there's so many different schools of thought about whether 
a believer can be oppressed by a demon or mm. not, uh, possessed by a demon. So the consensus that I've heard is that you could be oppressed but not possessed. As long as the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, he doesn't share his space with the demon. Mm -hmm. But then the question is, remember, at some point later on in Smith's walk with God, he believes he was, gets baptized. So this may be at the point where it's before he's baptized. Oh, I see. So maybe he was possessed. So I was just fascinated by that whole concept of what point of his walk was he in and when would he have gotten, you know, was it really a possession? And and why did he have an appendicitis for so long? <laughs> I got a little bit caught up in the details of this one. Uh, but I think also the last point is that um, if we know Satan is subject to the power of God in everything, we could be conquerors in every situation. And I want to add a footnote to that, that if we do not conquer it, then we know that God will bring us through it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because I think there's just this sense of, I don't know, and it's, it's not surprising to me that Smith comes from a Pentecostal background because there is this um, impressive amount of faith. But I always worry when people express a, a, um, a faith that seems like they, when you believe that you can conquer everything, maybe you don't understand that some things you're not meant to conquer in the way you think you're going to conquer them. And I just worry that sometimes that sets people up for failure in getting disappointed in God rather than surrendering the results of everything to God. Right. I just have a slightly different perspective. Hmm. You have me in thought. Well, because even like with people, people tell me, uh, I, I have this discussion all the time with people when I talk about the end times and they're like, why would you bother to prep? God will protect you. And I was like, yes, God can protect me by having me eat squirrels. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't want to eat squirrels. You right. know what I mean? So my God will never forsake me. But uh, we have different definitions of what that means. Like you don't think the Chinese Christians or the Iranian Christians believe that their Lord won't forsake them, that doesn't mean they don't die. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's important to have a very uh, balanced perspective on what it means to have God's protection, because sometimes that protection doesn't turn out the way you expect or want. Again, this right. is not jackpot Jesus. So it's not like we say, I want this result and therefore you have to give it to me. People, otherwise, you're not my God, or you're otherwise you're not all powerful. And I think we've talked about this before, but the people that seem to understand it the most are the people that are in the situations that are just not the most pleasant. Like when uh, you know people go to countries that don't have running water and plumbing in, right. in their huts, but yet they they seem to be the most joyous, and especially when they're at church or, or praying to God, they they dance and they have huge smiles on their face. Even though they can go out and get shot. Yeah. <laughs> right after. Yeah. They seem to understand the promises of God better than us. Or the Ukrainians singing um, hymns in the subway. Yeah. Escaping out of Ukraine into Poland. 
Mm. Wow. So I just think it's uh, sometimes in a prosperity gospel in the American Christian walk, we can get a little bit carried away with the, it, it seems like we have both extremes. People who think uh, Jesus isn't the God of miracles anymore. Like that was, that was for them. That was the apostles, which is totally wrong and totally false. And then we have the other extreme, which is Jesus will make your, you know, your life cotton candy and rainbows. Right. So we need to like a warrior faith. Yes, and we need pastors that are not afraid yes. to uh, to read parts of the Bible that other pastors won't because they're afraid of losing parishioners or upsetting somebody. Oh, wow. Let's get to the scripture really quick before we move on, which um, is Psalm 77, which is a doozy. Yeah, not it's not one of David's psalms, so it's a less common one, I think. Uh, that people would read. And it's interesting to me, maybe some people watching would have a theory on why he chose this one. I cried out to God with my voice, to God with my voice, and he gave ear to me. In my day of trouble, I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. You hold my eyelids open. I'm so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart and my spirit makes diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Has his mercy ceased forever? Has his promise failed forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his tender mercies? And I said, this is my anguish. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your good deeds. Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the people, and you have, you have with your arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you, and they were afraid. The depths also trembled. The clouds poured out water, and the sky sent out a sound. Your arrows also flashed about. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightning lit up the world, and the earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea, and your path in the great waters, and your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Hmm. I think I get it. Lay it on us. <laughs> uh, that struck me as funny. It reminded me of uh, the old uh, TV show called Laugh In. Oh. I don't know if you ever watched that. but no. uh... <laughs> Don't follow the squirrel. Don't follow the squirrel. <laughs> Standpoint, what do you see? Uh, anybody that watches, um, uh, who watched... Uh, laughing they may get the same feeling um he so in in the the psalm he's mm -hmm. talking about at the beginning he's talking about how he cried out and, and and i think there was a little bit of doubt in the beginning um that whether god was there or not and um 
And I think what Smith is relating to his story is that he had this appendicitis for six months and ah. it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then gotcha. he was, he was in bed praying and yet nothing was leaving. And even, gotcha. he even admitted that he didn't have the understanding of the healing powers of God. He was an infant in it. And then in that uh, process, someone else came that apparently had, you know, the, you know, the, the means, the juice, well, the juice to let him know, well, wait a minute. No, I'm not going to allow this devil to be inside me. Or this guy, you know, I, I refuse to think that even the devil is inside me, which it either kicked him into high gear and made him realize he does have the power. Smith. Oh, Smith. remember he says, I'm, I, I wanted to stop this guy because I, I don't think the devil's inside me. So maybe it made him like, oh, wait a minute. You can't tell me the devil's inside me. I wouldn't, that would never happen to me. You see what I'm saying? So, oh, right. So then he's then it turned into all this additional information that he had that I do have the power with God because I have the Holy Spirit inside me. So I, that's what I think. And then it, then he talks about how now he's been able since God saved him and kept him on this planet for a little longer. It was God's desire. The Smith now become a healer. And he says from that point on, I healed a ton of people. With awesome. appendicitis. And so I think that's kind of the Psalm kind of takes you through that. Um, somewhat. That's great. In that story. Thank you for that. <laughs> so back to laughing. No. No. <laughs> So Jesus he, Christ is the same yesterday, <laughs> today, and forever. The Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the last, the first, from the, the beginning and the end. Mm. So how does this help us with things that go on in our life? How, how Jesus we, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, how do we apply this? Because it's hard. It's hard when you're going through it. Like, uh, just like three days ago, I told you that I was like going, Wow. We got this going on, which is fantastic. We got that going on, which is fantastic. And we just, we've seen changes around our world that have been extremely positive. And there was the, that what moment. changes in our world are extremely positive? Uh, relationships. Oh, our world. Our world. Our world. world. No, our not the bigger world. world. Our little <laughs> tiny little world, which is the our most important world. world. No, that I was thinking, oh, gosh, you know, this and this and this. Yeah. Even though the, the world was in chaos, in our little tiny world, we've seen a lot of positive. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of positive things <clears throat> and so then it's easy right it's always easy for christians to go wow god is so great i got a brand new car <laughs> i got a hot wife who's amazing and smart which last night your your talk last night was awesome it just reminds me of oh, oh i forgot you were smart too um that you can get lost in that and be so like god is fantastic but then Things can, something can happen, which I was go, which I kept reminding myself. I go, listen, this cannot, you know, I, you have to be challenged in your life yes. and God will challenge you. And, and then it came and now you're going, Oh, okay, God. <laughs> and the thing is, is that, uh, but that's my point is that when that challenge comes, you cannot say to yourself, you, you'd rely on God no matter what, but you can't mm. say, Oh, he's going to make it turn out like this. No. Uh. He can make it turn out any way you want. This could we, be just we, the we, beginning. Of the yeah. Dark, of the dark yeah. <laughs> like we are not promised ease. Right. But the thing is, is that what is our what does our relationship with God look like if our life is not ease? Right. And well, what will it look like to others? We have that responsibility too. 
Like, oh, you guys are great Christians when things are going great. <laughs> now you look like a bunch now of... Now you're like, disgruntled Christians. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that goes not only for the people outside these walls of our home, but especially to our children. How is it that the parents handle adversity, um, adversity and stress? Um, and how do they treat us? Do they still treat us like Christ wants us to treat our children? Yes. How Christ wants me to treat you? I yelled at my daughter this morning. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I don't think it was related to our our little difficulty. Uh-huh. It was, well, it was because there was this splatter of stuff all over the dashboard. She's like, I didn't do that. And I was like, drives me bananas. I just say to her, I'm like, there's only you and me in this car. <laughs> like, day in and day out. Did I splatter that all over the car? Like, what do you think? And she just, you know, constantly displaces blame, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and then I just lose my cool. And then she's, and she, she, and she looks at me like, oh, you're so crazy over some splattered milk. It's not the splattered milk. It's not the splattered <laughs> milk. You hear me, folks? It's the deception. It's the deception, the manipulation. Yeah. It's just, and she's like, just calm down, you know? And then I'm like, Jesus, why can't I convey this message without looking unhinged? Oh. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know I use this example way too often, but Jesus turned over the table. Like at some point. Yeah, but it was, this isn't that. It isn't? It wasn't like, no. I was like listen, I, we've talked about this. No, he cannot... only did that because they were corrupting God's house. She was corrupting your car. No, but we <laughs> have to, the, because I lose her mm. in that. She is no longer considering the splattered milk. She's no longer analyzing whether um, she did it or not and trying to remember. All she's thinking about is my mom is psycho. I think you're using psycho. Uh, Psycho, I mean, like casual, I'm using her terminology. Like, whoa, why do you have to be like that? It's just, it, it, and it happens like that. We talked about this at the board meeting. Hmm. Is that once we start yelling and acting like banshees, then everyone's like, ooh. It becomes about that. It becomes about that. It mm-hmm. becomes about your behavior rather than the underlying actions that we're refuting, the underlying problem that we're refuting. It's like that in a relationship too. Haven't you gotten a point where you're just like, you're trying to have a discussion about something and the person yelling or acting out of control mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like, why are you acting crazy? And you're like, are you calling me crazy? And then all because then the whole discussion, the whole substance of the discussion is lost. That has never happened. And you're back into. <laughs> I love my husband. <laughs> and uh, it's just having a discussion about emotions. You lost the substance. All right. So then, how do we come back to Christ? Uh, what 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 do we do? Do we you just don't lose him in the first place? Mm. Because I saw that one. It's like a, it's like the other problems. It's happening in slow motion. The Holy Spirit's like, she's saying something, and the Holy Spirit's like, Mama, just told that. And I'm just like, Rawr! and I, I don't listen. I don't stop. I don't pause. Because for sure, if I was able to have waited 30 seconds, that wouldn't have happened that way. Carl Whitney says. Hi, Carl. Look what happened with the Israelites when Moses left to go up the mountain. They felt God had abandoned them. They started to turn on God, forgetting how they had just come 
Girl, that story is wild. I mean, they had the sea parted. They had the pharaoh and all the armies drowned in the water. And I don't know, was it 40 days had passed when Moses went up and didn't come back down on time? And they were already worshiping the golden cow. Didn't take, didn't take long. Didn't take long at all. So can we go, if we uh, go back to the example that you used, the car, the splash, mm -hmm. the claim that, that, that wasn't from her hands. Mm -hmm. um, now you, let's rewind. And so what, what, is, what spirit filled Hedia respond? Yeah, what a spirit filled Hedia or a parent. And I just want to talk about what a spirit filled parent uh, can consider yeah. first. Well, it's just saying that, um, First of all, the instruction was to clean it. And so I, I told her to take it and clean it. And I was like, I could have easily have still said, look at the splatter that was here from the, and then had a discussion. She'd be like, no, it wasn't me. And say, I'd say, yes, it was. Remember yesterday. Cause I know exactly what caused it. Mm -hmm. And say, remember yesterday when you had that tea and you opened the lid and it splattered. That's all. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't need to turn into this whole like banshee yelling match. Because then after that, I started yelling at her to clean it. And she's like, I'm cleaning it. You know, like, whoa. <laughs> like, a, like some of the beaten dogs I saw. Yeah. Like, oh, I just <laughs> went to brush my hair back. Why are you flinching? That happens to my kids for some reason, too. Speaking of uh, my, my kids, and, and I'm not sure if you've experienced yet now that Zara has siblings. But uh, what they tend to do is, uh, obviously, that's not mine. That's his. Right. right. That's not Bo will say. Well, it's like I, at the board meetings. Yeah. It's the supervisor, <laughs> the lawyer. <laughs> so my example always, Martin, my my response to them, I said, we're in this together. Sometimes you will have to clean up somebody else's mess. I have to clean up all your messes all the time. So why is it that you cannot, so Bo, why can't you pick up the rat? Why can't you pick up the Kelly? Because at some point, Kelly's going to have to pick up the Yeah, sure we happens. don't have that discussion because she's never had siblings. So mm. had I just said, can you get um, the rag and wipe it? She She never says to me, no, it's not mine. Because there's only ever been her and I. Right. So it's like, yeah. there's never an issue of like, whose is this? But simply because I wanted to put blame, she was like, no, I'm mm. not taking that blame. Mm. But had I just told her, can you get the cool thing and wipe it? She would have done it without a question, without a word. She should have thought a little faster and said, Ray did it. <laughs> she, she hasn't been, hasn't had them long enough to be able to do it. <laughs> they do it without thinking. Uh, I, yeah. I, I didn't do that. <laughs> She does the, I didn't do it without thinking, but has nobody to blame it on. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, those of you watching, if you have any comments, uh, Carl did a fine job of commenting. That was an yes. awesome uh, comment. Uh, but uh, if you can relate to the, the parent, the parent situations or um, the, the healing where you like this darn knee, I've, every so often it feels like it's getting a little bit better and then I'll do something. And get it all over my oh. But I've been, I've been praying over my own knee. Oh, nice. I'm saying, please, me? Please. <laughs> Jesus. 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 For the Jesus. knee. Help my knee. Um, but uh, I said, I thought this was an interesting story because for the first time he was talking about his I own see. healing. Right? Yep. Yeah. And of course, what happened? He got healed. Of course. Hey, this guy's an incredible he has to get. He has to get healed because that's how the book gets written. <laughs> right. All right. Anything else, my love? You want to talk about uh, laughing, the TV show? No. But do you? Because <laughs> you're welcome to. You had two minutes. No, that's okay. I love that show. It was it was my first introduction into comedy, I think. I remember. I thought you said, no, I don't want to. No, I'm just saying. That's why I loved it. That's why it comes to mind. It was, uh, 
a fast-paced comedy hour. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, my gosh. Suck it to me. That's where Goldie Hawn got her start. Oh. Yes. Come on, bro. Uh, hey, do we have a, this app? Want to tell? Yes, the Edify Christian Podcasting Network, put out by the Christian Post. Check it out. It has some great content, including yours truly. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, my friends, don't forget March is Andy's birthday the, the entire month. So I like uh, electronics. I like... My pillow products. <laughs> I like Goya products. Very American companies. I'm going to send you beans. No, like the spices and Goya has a lot of products. Oh, okay. yeah. So just keep all that in mind. Hats, any shirt with an American flag on it. Although I'm not wearing one today. This is Love Life California Conference, which was amazing. Anything else, my love? No. I was going to start talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We love you guys. God bless. God Have bless a great you. day. Don't uh, don't forget to pray for us. Just say you know you know Andy and Hedia situation. Bless, bless Andy and Hedia. Yeah. This. Um, yeah. And we'll be praying for you, our dear friends. Thank you, Carl, for joining us today. Absolutely. All right. Love you guys. God bless. God bless.